Hey, you know what? Better late than never. It's Dirty Thursday with the Bullring Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good morning, Heather. It's about time. We know. Uh, Nick, good morning. Amanda, Joe, Nick, Travis. Uh, we're sorry we're running late, but we had some technical difficulties. Welcome to a Dirty Thursday. It is Racetrack Announcer Day. Uh, our guest today, not only do we have the other half of the Bowling Boys, Chad Hoff here. Brendan Grover is here also, and he's a track announcer. Kind of new to the game here as of last year. Not too far away, but... Uh, we're going to be talking with him. It's going to be a great time. Our show, by the way, today brought to you by Northwest Tire in Grand Forks, uh, where there's all kinds of things going on. Um, you guys are probably still looking to hire somebody, um, uh, I'm guessing. You are guessing correct. Okay. Just uh, yeah. call you, 701-780-8473. You got it. Give me a shout. Looking for uh, truck tire tech service driver type thing and also front counter sales associates. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. You can go online, too, to nwtire.com. Uh, you guys... Uh, Pay pretty good. You got a good benefit package, all that. PTO, health insurance, 401k. Uh, yeah, so uh, get a hold of this dude right here. Uh, so, again, uh, show brought to you by Northwest Tire. Okay, uh, if you have any questions or comments, we've already got a bunch of them. Uh, call us up, 701-213-0863. Call or text 701-213-0863. Uh, we got to do it. It is time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, you know, a radiator is essentially a vital organ to a car. Uh, so it's kind of weird that the town in the movie Cars is called Radiator Springs. Isn't that kind of like humans having a city called Liverpool? <laughs> I thought that was He's laughing. He's laughing. Well, I always know I have a good liver because it's the size of a watermelon. Yeah. So it's got to be a it's good liver. It's got to be good. Uh, a couple of things we need to talk about before we get rolling here. Uh, Clear up the news. Yeah. First off, uh, they got this thing, Hot Laps and Laughs, uh, that is going on tonight. Help the Grand Forks Racing Hall of Fame create a permanent home for the Hall of Fame memorabilia. East Grand Forks Eagles from 6 to 9 tonight. Uh, free will offering. They're going to have a taco bar and all that stuff. Um, so you can check that out. Uh, let's see, racing schedule <clears throat> as we try to get going around the uh, tundra here. Uh, River City Speedway, we just got the word. Uh, they have canceled tomorrow's racing, Yep. Uh, which kind of sucks. But um, Devil's Lake, now they are still tentatively a go for Saturday. Uh, they'll have Pier Stocks, Street Stocks, Wissota Midwest Mods. The Wissota Late Models are going to be there, uh, and also non-wing sprints. And I think Buffalo River is trying to get a test and tune going for Saturday. Sure. Uh, and that's about all that, that you're going to find around here. So, um, and I think that, oh, and I have also got uh, tickets. Uh, I still have the uh, raffle tickets for Forks Karting Association. They are $10 a piece. They have got some really, really good prizes. Uh, and you've so you sold how many? Yeah, uh, how I've, many? I've sold one. Still the one. Shh, Kenny's probably listening. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but the test and tune also tomorrow, or there should be a, they're trying to get a test and tune for Forks Karting Association on Saturday. Sure. Really iffy right now. If we do get any rain, it's probably not going to happen right, right now. It is scheduled. But check the Facebook and the website uh, for Forks Karting Association, and uh, they will let you know if they're going to do a test and tune on Saturday. Um, also, um, I don't know if you saw the social media yesterday, and, and I knew this. I just kept my mouth shut because I happened to have a beer with the guy on Friday. Yeah, uh, Mark Dobmeyer, they, he's planning on racing. If we would have gone tomorrow night, he'd be racing. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> so Some nine he, lives, man. Yep. Is he heading down to Houston? 
Um, I don't know. They post on their social media that he is. Okay, okay. Well, good for him. So he is going to be. Uh, well, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. All right. And uh, Heather says, yeah, NLRA on Saturday at Devil's Lake, and we knew that. So um, yeah. all right, um, good. Uh, should we start with this kid? Let's go to him. All right, ladies the and, and gentlemen, race fans, here we go. Racetrack announcer Brendan Grover in the studio. How you doing, man? Oh, can't complain. You know, if Chad would be on time, though, yeah, it'd all be okay. Uh, well, he was yeah. a little late, and we were running into problems. And yeah. um, but um, you should have seen it when he came in here. What he sprung one like boom! <laughs> oh, dude, this place is sweet. <laughs> I love it. Did he? It's pretty nice, right? I told, told okay, now John, shut your he's... mouth <laughs> while I'm talking to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He was pretty jacked up when he came in. <laughs> it's an amazing yeah. place. I, I, you know, you, we talked about a little bit. You should have been here when we first started. Um, but to where it's completely gone now, Paul and John is taking this thing. It's it's pretty cool. A lot of people come in here um, and just kind of revel at how nice this place is. You know, Jason Berg, he has a radio show. Uh, he comes in here. He's like this. You can, I can sit here and talk all day, and it's awesome. So, and he's got a hell of a studio. Yeah, he he's got a really nice at. place. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's kudos to these two guys here that do this uh, to make this thing look as good as it is. We're pretty professional here, real. Well, yeah. It's like I was telling John and Paul. You know, I got my my podcast that we do erect podcast on Wednesday nights. Wait, what, erect? erect erect. So it's actually kind of like how he was when he walked in here and looked at the studio. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) swing. I just wanted to point out that uh, we want to thank all the sponsors that helped us to make the studio like this. Because without them, I mean, we wouldn't have been able to afford it. Absolutely. I get the bill every month. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, But I tell you what, you know, uh, you've been with us on Dirty Thursday. Uh, Valvoline has been with us since like day one. Rumors, Sports Bar, Casino, one of the very first people to ever cut us a check here at Grand Forks Best Source. And uh, we couldn't do any of this without all of you guys. And uh, again, man, there's a lot of people watching this show. Uh, Before we get into your life and find out about you, Brendan, uh, you got a little giveaway you want to do here. Yeah, so Devil's Lake is going to give away two free tickets to whoever can answer this question correctly. C. <laughs> Maybe. It's not multiple Maybe. choice. Close, but no. <laughs> it's the only way you have a chance. Who won the first late model race in Devil's Lake? I know. Because he told and me earlier. what year? <laughs> Who oh. won the first race in Devil's Lake in what year? I don't know that. The late model race. Yes. Okay, all you got to do, uh, text in, the answer. NLRA. Okay. NLRA. Can, we, can I ask a quick question? Sure. Because I'm just kind of trying to want a hint. Uh, Nolan Heather, and, if you're listening, can we give a hint? Well, Nolan and Heather, were you, guys, were you guys operating the track at this time? I That's a don't question. think they were. I saying. don't I think they were. Don't think, I think so I, I think I know who it is. Uh, uh, 1832. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Corcoran, 1832. <laughs> you know Tommy's going to oh, be texting okay. in now. Yeah. Heather says no. No. They were not. Okay. They were not. All okay. right, that's a big hint. So good All luck, right. everybody. Yeah, if you know the now. answer, to, uh, just text us, 701-213-0863. We need the name and year. Or comment on the Facebook as you're watching live, everybody. Yep. Nick and- Curtis, not you, because you're supposed to be driving. Nick is supposed to be driving huh? right now. He told, he's texting me and stuff, and he's uh, like, I'm actually working, Chad. I'm just driving and listening in the background. But yet, oh, sure. when we first came on, as he's driving, 
He uh, says, good morning, boys. And Heather McDonald, you beat me to it, LOL. So <laughs> according to DOT laws, that's, that's against the law. Mm-hmm. So I probably so. shouldn't say I was Snapchatting the whole way up here. <laughs> no. Well, you're fine. You're not. Were you employed walking, driving Yeah, up you here? weren't driving commercially. No. Yeah, so you're now, good. Even, I, even, I was speeding, I, though. <laughs> I give Nick crap yeah. all the time. Oh, even hauling beats. You know, if you get caught on your phone in a beat truck, twenty two hundred dollars fine. It's a law. Yeah. yeah, and your farmer you're working for, yeah. they're not going to pay it for you either. So absolutely uh, not. All right, uh, Brandon Grover, tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't want to know anything about racing right now. I just want to know about you. I'm here to party. No, oh, come geez. on. Jeez. <laughs> Where you came um, from? What you do? So born in Washington State. Uh, yep, Washington State. Okay. So actually, my uncles grew up racing with Casey Kane. Oh, wow. So, Grandpa, I would be a third-generation racer if I'd have kept going at it. Okay. Grandpa raced. Uncles both raced. Grew up racing with Casey. Um, I moved to North Dakota third grade. Grew up in Garrison, going to Underwood, Minot for races. Um, Started rodeoing. Rodeoed for 13 years. Won a North Dakota State Championship. Broke a lot of bones. What what kind of, uh, (laughs) what what, did you do in the rodeo? Uh, I bull rode. Oh, you did? I, I know a lot of old bull riders. I used to kind of follow that circuit, too. So That's why he walks wide-legged yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's why he has to... <laughs> you know a lot of people think race car drivers are dumb yeah bull riders are stupid people <laughs> awesome i know i'm sorry they're awesome people but that's like the most dangerous sport you could ever do well you know you've always heard uh guys that drive sprint cars have a, a sack that's yeah yeah bull riders it's <laughs> Yeah. It's a sack boat like it that. It always pinches up. when they get on. Uh, okay, uh, Heather, please don't <laughs> text or Snapchat and drive. We're all guilty of it, but my sister-in-law's mother and boyfriend were killed in a car accident because the guy was Snapchatting and driving home. Oh, my goodness. Uh, chubby. <laughs> Randy Post. So, Ran- uh, I met Randy through iRacing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I actually end up sponsoring his real car with my Backstretch Productions. I'll be going out to Wisconsin to do a video for him this year. So pretty yeah. excited about that. Nickname was Chubbs. I also see Ashton Mueller's in the chat. So he's yeah. Ashton Mueller's my co-owner of the podcast that we do. On we don't Nights. have one though. I understand that. Anyway, okay. I, I, I do want to show you something. Um, is that the correct answer? Don't say any. Just say yes or no. Yes. Okay. Um, you know who you are. Text this to our number, okay? Uh, 701-213-0863. We got a winner here. No kidding. Can uh, I see it? But, uh, <laughs> Can I see it? <laughs> it's probably why he's not texting it into the main number. <laughs> 1863. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, married? If she doesn't drop the attitude? No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, we uh, we're actually planning for not this September, but next September. Okay, congratulations, oh, congratulations man! All right, good deal. Um, what does she think about you uh, gallivanting all over the tundra, calling races? Uh, she comes with. Oh, yes. she does. You're kidding? Okay. Yep, that's so, awesome. So she'll be running Darn TV's camera this year at Devil's Lake, and then in my not, she actually runs my camera since I'm announcing. She does videos and stuff for me, so then all I gotta do is go home and edit them. Yep. Oh, nice. So, that is so nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know my wife comes with me most of the times, too. And um, she's always been kind of a fan of racing. uh, But now she's really turning. Because now 
before it was always like, well, I don't know any of these people, and it's so hard for me. Well, now that she's starting to get to know them, uh, oh, oh, okay, now he wants somebody else to guess because he says he's got an unfair advantage. So I, I agree with you. that. Yeah, uh, well, thank you. I mean, he's a hell of a guy. Uh, Very much top-notch guy, so yeah. him doing that right, right. is pretty cool. So, so he's still open. Yeah, so here's what we're looking for. Uh, year and name. Of the first NLRA winner at Devil's Lake, you will win a pair of tickets to Devil's Lake Speedway. Um, I know the answer now, but uh, the guy that texted it to me, he says, let's give somebody else a chance. So I knew the driver. Mm-hmm. I did not know yep. the year. Yep. I was close, okay. but okay. no. Um, no. No. <laughs> no. All right. You know, we keep uh, keep interrupting. Brandon, before he gets to finish well, anything. Well, real but. quick, I got to touch up. So you did that neighbor's joke, you know? Mm-hmm. I got a dad joke for you guys, too, real okay. quick. Okay, okay. Do you know Tree's Poop? Tree's Poop, okay. That's how they came up with the number two pencil. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, not a good one. Not a good one. <laughs> I think mine was better. Well, biggest, if you're listening, that's your fault. Yeah, that's the, your joke. The, the biggest thing is we got to get producer Paul to laugh, and then we're good. Mm. But if he doesn't laugh... Not a good one. He's easier to make <laughs> laugh than Dale the producer is. Yeah. He's always mm, does this well, stuff to me all the time. Like, at least, at least today funny. he was laughing at you because you were laughing at your joke. So then he was laughing. <laughs> so then funny jokes. <laughs> I had a marijuana joke yesterday. I thought it was funny as hell, but our state senator didn't think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How? How? <laughs> How did you get your start in, in, in this game we call racetrack announcing? So I was a little kid, played with Hot Wheels just like any other kid like does. Like we all it's, did. Yeah. I would sit and call my own races as a little kid, mm-hmm. grew up doing that, and uh, I've always been a big fan of racing, always been involved in racing. Got my own race car, spent a lot of money, wasted a lot of money, sold my race car, but I had a company with Lane Hanna out of Minot, who at the time was living in Hawaii, we had Dakota Sim Broadcasting. We were doing iRacing broadcasts. Well, we kind of quit doing that, but I'd sent over to Nolan and Heather, because mm-hmm. I seen they were looking, sent over a clip. I believe I sent the clip to Chad as well. I got the clip sent to uh, from me from Heather, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they said, let's give them a shot. I did say that. Now yeah. I'm announcing at three tracks. I'll be at Underwood, Minot, and Devil's Lake, full-time at all those. And then Jason Berg, I'll be doing the... Lightning Sprint mm-hmm. Nationals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this summer too. So, <laughs> Not, you're doing the whole Nationals summer? Yep. Not the whole like their four day show. They're swing up here. They're swing. They're swing. So you'll hear. Uh, so what do they got? Devil's Lake Thursday. Oh, nope. Devil's Lake Thursday. Devil's Lake Thursday. Then here. Yep. River Cities. Greenbush Green and so Buffalo River. River. So you're not announcing during the Lightning Sprints. We're going to kind of do it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's okay because um, anytime we bring in another announcer. That means less work for me. He's going to shit his pants. Yeah, I still get paid the same. No, so he's, he's going to crap his pants. I, I, you know what? I can't wait to see you at the end of the year. <laughs> You're just like pulling your hair out because you don't even know what freaking day it is. Nah, I love it. Yeah, okay. You say that now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we were there too. We were there too. I think, you know, and I'm and glad. You will love it. You I'm will. glad you do love it right now because it you're good at it. And so... Uh, to have the, you know, I call it younger generation, but to have the younger generation come up and, and do this stuff to, cause all of us are getting older. We have kids, you know, we're not gonna be able to do this forever. And so to have people like that come up mm. and start doing it, uh, travel a lot when you can right now. Cause when things change, you know, I didn't believe when John told me, but things change quick. When I moved here, Parker was three. Um, he's now 10. Um, and it's nuts. You blink and it's, it's, it's gone. So 
yeah, take it in now while you can and, and enjoy this because it's going to come to a short end. Ding, 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 hey, ding, ding, ding. Hey, we have got a winner. Marcus Tomlinson. Marcus, Marcus did you call in a lifeline? <laughs> So uh, Marcus Tomlinson is the winner, the uh, winner of that first uh, NLRA race at Devil's Lake. It was the year 2001, and it was the late, great John Seitz. So again, uh, Marcus Tomlinson. So uh, yeah. Heather, if you're, if you're watching, uh, remember that name, Marcus Tomlinson. And I would imagine, Marcus, all you'd have to do is show up at the racetrack. I would guess and say, hey, I won yep. free tickets on Dirty Thursday. We're going to have the tickets at the front gate okay and and so congratulations marcus yeah. and again uh thank you to heather and nolan at devil's lake uh for hooking us up with tickets uh to give to marcus so that is cool uh okay now um back to you started with the iRacing thing is that how you kind of got going here yeah so yeah iRacing was always a big thing for me i always loved getting to race sprint cars nascars all that stuff um and not spend a lot of money mm-hmm. or be in the back make mm-hmm. one lap but uh Absolutely loved it. Kind of was like, hey, I'm going to start my own broadcasting company. I've seen there's a lot of people that did it, but I've seen there was a lot of need for it. Good, easy money on the side. Mm-hmm. Now it's my full-time job Without with through the winter. Announcing in the summer is my full-time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, absolutely love it. I get to do that with iRacing. You see Matt Hayden commented on there. He runs one of the leagues I announced. Yep. And that Kevin Zabladil, very smart when it comes to just play-by-play and knowing cars and stuff. Had him in the booth a couple times and learned a lot from him. Yeah. So I mean, it. Yeah, iRacing is where it all began. And now it's taken off. Where, where do you? Uh, where's home base for you? Carrington. Carrington. That's right. They got the pasta plant in Carrington. <laughs> I helped build it. <laughs> Back in I'll 1783. Like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Corcoran had just left. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you get your start in in this game? How did I get my start? Yeah. Holy announcing. crap. Okay. Well, it's about all of us. Yeah, so if you want to really we could dig toot in, our horns a little bit. Yeah, if you really want to dig into me, um, I was actually a music major. Yeah, uh, yeah, you laugh. I, I was a music <laughs> major. <laughs> one time, I, I, had a, I, mean, I had a music major yeah. with uh, with a, a what do they call that? A secondary degree in tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, right? It works. So I uh, I started announcing our college basketball games um, back then. And dabbling with some other little stuff on the side. I was a DJ part-time. Uh, and then I, when we moved to Minot, the Minot Minotauros were looking for people, and I just got done sponsoring them. And, and I said, hey, if you need any help, give me a shout. Ken Oda, uh, still there, um, gave me my first announcing gig uh, at the Minotauros, and I started doing hockey. Well, I'd just been doing hockey. And mm-hmm. Then I did MSU, MSU hockey for Minot State. Uh, and then one summer I had... Nodak Speedway contacted me and said, hey, we need an announcer. So then I was like, okay, I'll give that a shot. So then I went and did their stuff. So I've been announcing, if you collectively all together, I'm, I'm close to 19 years. Oh, wow. So all together, and that's kind of how it went. Uh, started doing a mine on dirt trekking was just what it was. When I moved out here, I didn't plan on announcing anymore. Yeah. I planned on family time and everything else, and then Nolan and Heather got a hold of me. Yep. And, and, you know, it's uh, when we first were introduced, yeah. it was um, I got moved upstairs because I used to be trackside. Yep. And uh, Bob Haltgren, who I just talked to last weekend, uh, was up at the booth. And um, so he retired and I went up there and, and and I remember getting the call from Darren. And he says, yeah, there's this there's this guy that's doing the announcing in Devil's Lake. I think he'd I think he'd be OK 
here. So why don't why don't you meet him and, and we'll give him a shot and see what he sounds like. And I mean, obviously, we hit it off. I think pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, we did. Um, we hear it all the time uh, that I think we make a pretty good uh, team. Uh, Tommy says Carrington, North Dakota, home of former Tri Can Racing Association champion Howard Nelson. Ring a bell. This nope. would have been the 1890s. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> no we're, now we're dating him too much. Yeah. But no, I agree. I think you and I hit it off really well. Uh, my other announcing partners were good too. I, Larry McFall was always great. Mm-hmm. Uh, announced, announced with him for a while. I learned a lot from him. Um, so I learned a lot going that route and then just coming over here, which is so much fun. Uh, the first, first race I announced, I filled in. And you had to ride the bus in the back. That's why I've always remembered oh, yeah. that. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And it then was the first thing. Yeah. That was the okay. first night I got to announce up there. And so then Darren just, he's like, well, we're going to try this and give it a shot and we'll let you know if it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Well, I, nobody will ever let me know. <laughs> you just so keep I'm coming back. Still there. That's it's so. funny. That's how it works for me, too. It's like, I just show up. Yeah. If just, they tell yeah. me to leave, I'll leave. They but want I just me there. keep showing yeah, up. If they want me there, I'm there. <laughs> So, no, I enjoy doing it. It's have a lot of fun. So I definitely did backscale a lot. Um, you know, Brandon was awesome and took over Devil's Lake for me. And I went up there one night and kind of trained him in a little bit. And that's all it took. After that, I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I let him do the whole night. And it was like, yep, I told Heather, this is, you don't need me. This is perfect. Perfect. So, Dude, when he handed me that mic, because he didn't even say, like, you're doing the whole thing. He's just like, oh, I'll be here. I got mm-hmm. your back. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. He goes, and here's your new Devil's Lake announcer. Brendan Grover hands me the mic, and I'm pretty sure I pissed my pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, that's funny because... It's like passing the torch. It was kind of... Yeah. When, when I got my uh, start up in the booth here, I, I didn't... I was scared. Right. <clears throat> and, okay, my story is uh, 1983, I got accepted into television and radio school. And, and it was six days after I graduated from high school. They only took 12 people a semester. And if you were lucky enough to get accepted, you go. You go. Yeah. And before you know it, I'm, I'm calling college hockey games and blah, blah, blah. Well, then I started working in radio, and there was a, a man named Don Jorstead who I graduated. I went to school with his boys. He had four of the toughest SOBs boys you could <laughs> ever imagine. And this guy was a tough. He was, Don had legs about this long, just these little legs with these cowboy boots, but he had a voice, a golden voice. Well, he was kind of like a barnstormer back then. First off, I'd go on the road with him, and I learned how to do play-by-play sports. So uh, not only did I know where every school was in northwestern Minnesota, but I knew where every American Legion club was. Well, <laughs> Don was also a racetrack announcer, and he kind of barnstormed around. Um, back where did he then, announce at? Well, back then you had, um, you had Warren. Yeah. Uh, you had Hallock. You know, so I'd go bounce around with him to these tracks. And, oh, that's cool. uh, He was a big-time snowmobile announcer, racer. Um, so I ended up following, did a couple of 500s, you know, from uh, the Thunder Bay down to the cities and stuff. But um, Don Jorstead is the one who got me going into it. And then, of course, you know, I raced uh, yeah. snowmobiles, motorcycles, did the car thing for a while. Um, it came, I was out of it. I'd been wrenching on a car in Thief River before I moved here, and I was working at one of the radio stations here, and... They needed an announcer for the Demolition Derby for the fair. And I remember this, and I don't know if she does, but uh, I remember meeting Monica yeah. uh, the first time. She was uh, one of the head up, up, up at the uh, fair board. And I, so I met with her and said, okay, how do you want this to work? We'll do all this and that. And yep, okay, okay. And I said, okay, where do I find a beer? And she's like, what do you mean, where do you find a beer? I said, well, I, I, I need a beer before we can do this. Well, you can't drink and work. <laughs> Just about handed her the mic. And yeah. Said, yeah, you got the wrong person. Yeah. 
And, uh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. And the rest is history. I yeah. ended up going up. I was scared to death. I, I loved That's where the beer at, comes into effect, right yeah, there. It, it, yeah. Well, it helps. Yeah. And uh, I was scared to death for some reason after calling hundreds and hundreds of sporting events and games of all types. For some reason, I was scared to go up in that booth because race fans are a little different. Um, they don't, a lot of them don't like change. Yeah. Um, I, I remember. I remember the look when I first started down in in trackside. They had the guy that was there forever, and all of a sudden, here comes Croc wearing cargo shorts, buddy Holly oh, yeah. glasses, John Roberts to the show. And when they first introduced me, the crowd, you could just see the people like, "What is that?" <laughs> and it takes a while for them to you know for you to grow on them and everything. But um, for some reason, I was nervous, and and I wish I would have done it a long time ago. Uh, because I have an absolute blast how many, uh, up in the booth. How many years? I don't even know how long it's been. To me, it, it seems like uh, all the other, I've, I've got to be 15, 20. I don't even yeah. know. It, it, to me, it seems like five. Right. But then again, there's the 80s. Well, we, uh, we always talk about the 80s. You, anything with John in the 80s, you, you, don't, you don't recognize mm, much. But mm-hmm. it is so cool when you look at all of our stories. We had somebody inspire us. So obviously. Oh, absolutely. You know, Don inspired you. Larry definitely had a, a kick into me, um, got me going quite a bit. And I travel a lot with Larry McFall. Who was your inspiration to get you into like, that dirt track racing thing? Honestly? Yeah. Don't even know, really. I mean, it just kind of was there. I know I definitely looked up to you two and Larry, just because I got to listen to Larry growing up in Minot. Right, sure. Um, but I listened to you guys a lot at River Cities, and so that was kind of like, hey, I like the way these Are we any sing. good? I mean, Chad, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason Devil's Lake got rid of him. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was because you missed so much work. Time the procedures to, you were time having. To, yeah. oh, well, if, if that's the case, they're going to be boot me too because I'm missing a lot this year too. <laughs> it's, and, it's funny though because you know you say the the cargo shorts and Crocs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of made the Hawaiian shirts my thing at Devil's Lake. I'll yeah. show up in a Hawaiian shirt shorts, and Heather looks at me and goes. Can we just make this like a patent thing? Like Johnny Gibson's got the white pants, you got the oh, Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. So I'm like, works for me. Yeah, no, it's you got to have your own little niche, right? Sure yep. you do. Sure so you that do. way everybody remembers you. And and you know what? Uh, be comfortable when yes. you're up there. And you know people don't realize. And we're going to get into some of this here as the show goes on. But um, you don't just show up, sit down, and say, "Hey, let's do this and do it and go." No, uh, there's a lot more involved with it than that. And uh, we're going to find out more about this stuff. We're going to talk about some stories that uh, maybe a few of us have got to tell uh, from ever being in the pits to almost getting hit by cars or whatever. But uh, right now, we're going to take a short little break. we got to thank some of our sponsors. The first one being a company called Muskox. Hey, if you move snow with a skid steer, you've got to see the muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions. You know, garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants. Now, this saves time and money while lowering injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual auger, called the Dually, helps the operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while back dragging. And the glide plate, it allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up the side surfaces. Subsequently, create an instant torque of the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice to better expose hard surfaces. See the muskox difference. Go to muskox.com or Facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905. See the difference for yourself. It's the muskox difference. 
Also, we want to thank everybody coming on here today as well. Uh, we also want to thank Vavilene Instant Oil Change. Life doesn't seem to ever slow down. Everything needs to be done right now. When it comes time for an oil change, stop into Vavilene Instant Oil Change. Must, most oil changes take about 15 minutes. Vavilene Instant Oil Change does more to transmission and coolant flushes, tire rotations, and batteries. And include in your oil change, they'll top off all your fluids. Check your tires, batteries, lights, wipers, and cabin air filter. You get discounts for fleets in the military, too. They can text and email invoices, coupons, and mention GFBS and get extra 10 bucks off your oil change. Valvoline Snow Oil Change is open Monday through Saturday with no appointment needed. Pickup and delivery is available within Grand Forks, Grand Forks area. Come to Valvoline Snow Oil Change for a complete oil change and more. 3325 South 38th Street or call 701-780-8462. And make sure to tell them the GFBS sent you over there for their oil change. Shut up! You know, I'm I'm amazed you could understand my reading or my writing. I've my done reading. it before. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, nice I job like your notes. You. Actually, it's really you can definitely tell that you were in the radio business because you have it very detailed. <laughs> I'm I just try. saying. Yeah. I try. Uh, hey, thank you for all the people that uh, are texting in so far, and we have got. It's got to be pushing a record here, man. There's a lot of people watching. Mr. Peterson is yeah, watching. TPO, Appreciate you, buddy. All right. How about that? Um, you got any good stories to tell? I, I'll, I'll, good I'll, stories? I'll, I'll, how about if I start this off? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, one of them uh, I'm going to talk about is back when I was in RideOutCar.com Victory Lane. Yeah. Um, interviewing Mark Dobmeyer. Uh, maybe you've experienced this before. <laughs> um, <clears throat> when you feel something crawling up your <clears throat> lower extremity from the rear side. <laughs> yeah. And you turn over and you look at him and he's looking at you with that grin on his face. Yeah. You ever been grabbed by Mark Dobmeyer in the ass while you're trying to interview him? I don't know Mark as well as you do, <laughs> but I have been grabbed in the ass by some drivers, yes. <laughs> or when he does the old ass grab, uh, say if you got a trophy girl, and then he'll look at me like it was me that did it, you yeah. know, kind of thing. But um, yeah, I, yeah, that was that was one of them. Uh, Mark grabbing me in the butt, and um, I'm also um, almost got in a fight with people before, and I'm not that kind of guy. But um, how about you? You got any good stories? Oh, gosh. Uh, one that comes to mind that's always fun. Uh, traveling with Brandon Beater was always a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of cuss words in that story, so we're going to miss that one. But uh, <laughs> I started a Facebook page when I was, uh, when I was in Minot, called Legend of the New Guy, because uh, I was always referred to the new guy in Minot. Um, and then, obviously, I was working with what we call the legend of Larry McFall. Mm -hmm. So I started a Facebook page called Legend of the New Guy, and it was kind of stuff we did, like pre-race shows. We did... Like, just fun little get-together stuff. And one time I was getting bored, and we're sitting in Williston and didn't want really what to put on the Facebook page. And Larry was in the Porter Potty. So I went down and interviewed Larry in the Porter Potty on Facebook Live. So that was probably the funnest time I've ever had yeah. because he's like, how's it going, Larry? Oh, it's not going too good, Chad. You know, just, just going <laughs> back and forth. Show. Yeah, as he's taking a crap, right? You know, well, Larry, hope everything goes okay. It is hot outside, so that should lube everything up pretty well. Well, you would think so, Chad, but not really getting it done here. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's funny. I interviewed the drummer for Creed in the bathroom. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. The Fargo Dome. So, I mean, those, those fun stories, that, that'll never leave. You know, obviously, being the Victor Lane guy now, uh, I've done a Majority of my career of announcing has always been up talking in the booth, so I'm enjoying the time I have right now to talk to other people. Um, but sure, first wins are are remarkable. Oh yeah, they're the best. So and 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 the wins that haven't won for a while, and then they're so emotional about it that you get emotional. 
So like oh, yeah. Joey yeah. Peterson won. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. those are those are big wins in my Remember, book. Uh, Bobby Martin. Bobby, that, that was the, that was the, yeah that Unreal. one pissed you off because you weren't down there with me. Yeah I, yeah, I couldn't get down there fast enough. Yeah, your knees wouldn't move. Yeah. Um. By the way, Mike Dobmeyer watching. I, I'm guessing he's probably maybe he's still down in Florida. But uh, by the way, Mark Dobmeyer will be the guest on the 25th. I'm not sure if I'm going to be here. You will probably 50, take 50. over. Yep. And uh, Dale said he would be here, but I think we should do a segment when he comes in because Heather says, "Oh, don't think you're special with the Mark ass grab." Maybe we should do a little segment. How many butts has Mark Dobmeyer grabbed in 42. victory lane? 42. 42. <laughs> 42. Hold on. Can we count the same person more than once? Sure you can. <laughs> okay, 42. How many times? It's 42. just a number. 42. Yep. I mean, I'll so, put a case of beer on it. Okay. Yeah. You got any stories? What's your favorite? You're, you're, um, you're kind of young and new okay. at this thing. You're but, new in But it. I do. Okay. So, talking about first wins, I'm going to go to Drew Peterson last year. He's got the hounds on him the entire race. He's holding off Klostrick. All that were close strike. Yep, yep. All them guys, you know, they're trying to beat the door down on him. Mm-hmm. 16-year-old kid wins it. Gets out of the car, and I go, Drew, how does this feel? It feels bleeping amazing yeah. on live TV. <laughs> yeah, I saw and, that. <laughs> I mean, just you could see in his face when he climbed out of that car, I knew it was going to be a good interview yeah. Yeah. right then and there. Yeah. And just perfect. You can, it it's all. nice to feel that right away. Do you feel the emotion right away? Yep. So you got to make sure to contain yourself. Like, oh, crap, I got a question to ask, too, and I forgot it. But hey, hi. Mm. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Well, First wins are big. I mean, that's going off you when you were there. I mean, yeah. Yep. I was working for Preston Carr, pretty close with the Carr family. Preston won it. I mean, you could hear in that when I was announcing from regular announcing to when Preston yeah. took the lead, you know, the voice change. And oh, then yeah. me walking down, Chad goes, ask him if you can get a raise. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> That hardest, part, that hardest part of our job is not to try to be a fan or a favorite of something. Yeah, that's, that's tough super to do. Hard. You know, that's really hard. Yeah, it uh, is. You look at uh, John's Memorial winner, Aaron Turnbull, two times in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched him. I've known him for years in the IMC mod. I don't think I've ever met him. Yeah, I, I've known him for years. Like in, Back in my night, he was IMC mod driver, yep. Dakota Mod Tour winner. I mean, he's just... The Turnbull name in the IMCA world is so big. So... When he took the lead in the Johnson Memorial, I yeah, I was doing nothing but cheering for him. It's so hard not to have your favorite guy, yeah. you know. It's like a Bobby Martin for you, yeah. those kind of yeah. things. Like, it, it's tough not to be a fan. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I make it a part, try really hard to make it a part. And I know you do too. Uh, I don't know you as well, but I don't wear – I try not to wear any racing gear. Yep. Yeah, me neither. Because that just – I don't want anybody to think. I've got a ton of it too. I got so much. It just that's where the Hawaiian shirts came in. Right. It was. I got so many racing shirts. I got to find something else to wear. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be Hawaiian. I mean, I can wear a Jade Hastings shirt, but I. Oh, I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Um, it's a good idea. The Hawaiian shirt's a sweet idea. I got to. I got to go off your ass crap thing with Mark though. Okay, I gotta go with that, Jory oh. Berg. I know you're listening, and I swear to God, if you grab my butt when I'm interviewing you, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. You like know that was an it. invite right there, Jory. Jory, oh, Jory he doesn't drink. Me. He doesn't drink. No, um, I'll, I'll I'll hook you up with whatever. Um, Heather added a new twist to this, and and I can't believe I didn't think of this. How many people is Mark Mooned? How many is Wade Mooned? I'll tell you, a Mark Dobmeyer mooning story. <clears throat> yes. Have you ever heard of Dancing for the Special Stars? Yes. Okay, Mark Dobmeyer and I were competitors in the very first one. Yeah, we had clips of that. Yep. Many years ago. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and uh, you can see the mirror ball trophy is up there, by the way. You got it up there? Yeah. 
I can't see yeah. it because of the light right yeah, in my see face. See the sparkly ball there? No, um, I'm and, seeing my and, bald uh, head. I, I got it because Mark gave it to me because he knows I was better, but he won it. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so after let this it go, John. In, let it go. incredible <laughs> evening, uh, we had gone to a local establishment and we're, and we're having a good time afterwards. We put a lot of work and effort into making this, this fundraiser go. And uh, my wife was driving me home. And uh, we're sitting at a stoplight on like Fifth and Demers, and all of a sudden you hear this honk, 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 and here comes this big suburban flying by, going through the green light. And I look over, and there's an ass hanging out the window, bare ass, yeah. downtown Grand Forks. Mark Dobmeyer, well, Heather, a lot of people saw your butt that day. I was yeah. gonna say Heather said he used to do the same thing, leaving the pits at. Doubles Lake. Oh yeah. Oh no yeah. He's, he's, you know, I, I, my butt's not good looking. I don't know how many people I'd want to show my bare butt. <sighs> I don't. I, I, my butt's been seen, um, but <laughs> uh, it's now under wraps because if I, I'm afraid if I do do something crazy like that, my back will go out, um, and then I'll be sidelined anyway. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I don't, roids. Mean, I don't want to see those lumps. <laughs> oh, you know, well, that's just for my be, wife to look. You got to be super cautious too around the people that drink Bud Light now. Yeah, oh, easy. I don't even want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you or your Bud Light. Um, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize uh, there's more to being a track announcer than just showing up, sitting down, and calling a race. Yeah, um, I'll start with my typical day. Um, I try to get there early. Yeah, but um, you do this, too. You're here, too. Well, right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, if the races say they start at 7 o'clock, I'm there at 5. Yep. Um, the first thing I do is is hook up all my equipment, do my sound checks, make sure everything's working right. I get my notes, uh, and, and because there's always tweaking and changing, and if you want it to sound and go smooth, you, you sometimes have to redo some things. Yep. And then what I do is I usually steal Scott Iverson's golf cart and I go to the pits because uh, I want to see who's there. I want to talk to people. I want to get the feel. Um, you can kind of tell the vibe uh, of each class by talking to the drivers. Uh, let them know we appreciate they're there. Yep. Uh, let them know the fans appreciate they're there. And, and of course, you know, some of the, the drivers are more friends of mine than not because there's so many of them. Uh, and then you go up and, and you get rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, some nights, I mean, good example of John size Memorial, uh, that Thursday night, I think I called his 20 some heats, 20 some races that night. Um, I always, at the end of the night, I look at it this way, uh, because it's obvious none of us are monotone guys when we talk. No, I can tell you how good the racing was by how bad my throat hurts at the end of the night. Could you imagine a monotone announcer? Oh, my goodness. No, I I couldn't. I'd probably have to listen. It'd be like watching a UND Fighting Sioux hockey game on TV. I'll watch it on TV, but I'll listen to Tim Hennessy do the radio play-by-play. It'd be one of those kind of things. I'd probably have a... Have a, a Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack playing in my headphones so I can just watch the racing. <laughs> but um, I just want to know if what you guys do, and, and am I even in the same page as you as, as far as... Because at the end of the night, if it's a long... There's been times I've been at the racetrack till 2 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and, and working the whole time, and that's going straight home, not going to the pits afterwards, which right. I like to do because then it's really fun, but... I'm going to admit, there's a lot of times at the end of the night, I'm whipped. I oh. mean, I, I don't want to go sit in the pits and, and talk, even though I, I do. But um, 
you know, it, it's not all that fun and games and easy. There is an art to it. It does take, I think, a little bit of talent. But what are your thoughts on, on your typical day? Well, you, you go back to when I first started, uh, we'd have to meet at the, like, we'd go meet at the Speedway at 2 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. That's That was Larry McFall's thing because we'd go meet there, um, go over points and everything else of what's going on and then go for our night, what we're going to do, what we're going to have fun with, you know, you know, what, who's, what's Chad going to dance to tonight? So yep, he has yep. the music all keyed up and stuff like that. So, and I still do that till this day. I dance, whatever the hell. Um, so that we were there at two. Uh, now with the current position I'm at with everything, it, it's really tough sometimes to mm-hmm. get out of work early to get there. Sure. Yep. So, I'm very thankful, hundred uh, percent, that you go through and you test my microphone for me most nights. You have my, you know, my voice, so you know I'm going to be louder, not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm usually there about five thirty, quarter to six. By that time, hot laps are already going to be starting. Yep, yep. So I'm, I, I gear up, grab, go, I get into the infield as fast as I can because my job now is to make sure the board's up and running, uh, make sure we have that rolling, um, then go through and I can start relaxing a little bit. Make sure I have my signs lined up because if I don't have my signs, um. But yeah, it's uh, my typical night's probably about quarter to six. I'm in a rush until we start. Once we start, then I'm good. Because mm-hmm. I, I just, it, it's always about, okay, so I manage a shop and you always rely on people to show up and do their job, right? Yep. So I, I 100% know in my heart that John's going to be there. My mic's going to be set. I don't have to worry about that. Just get my shit together. And then I'm done. So and I, I watch a lot of Facebook. I don't, I used to post a lot on Facebook. I don't anymore, but I watch, I watch a lot of updates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Who's doing what? Sure. And, but uh, you got to yeah. try to stay on top of the times and, yeah. and what's yep. happening. You got to watch what everything's going on yep. and stay, try to stay as much most current as you can. So you look at Twitter and stuff like that. And I used to be a big poster on that stuff, and I just don't anymore. I just read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I share it, it's because I need to, something needs to be shared. Sure. So, uh, but no, my nights are go pretty hectic until we start. Once we start, then I get in my groove and I'm good. Mm-hmm. But to get there and get going, that's the biggest thing. Now, before I get uh, over to Brandon here, do, do people ever say to you, um, well, how do you know what you're going to say? Because uh, my answer <laughs> is always, you don't. You don't. You don't. You play it, you turn that mic on, and it's just like, boom, it yep. comes to you. Yeah. Is well, it the same with you? 100%, 100% it is. You look at what we do at a night, and you can't ever have a script on that. No. You, no. Know? you, you can't I, ever assume what you're going to say. You don't have our one-liners in a script. It's just what we got to do. <laughs> he just, what do you throw? I don't know. Looks like a body part from something. Yeah, you threw it. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think... <laughs> I, I I think we don't we can't no. I, you, you can't you know you have the Rick Ushermans and the those guys that have announced here before none of them have had the straight he put the head off of that guy none of them oh, had this that was it was yeah, a head a head right off of him it popped right off him would have fooled me um look like so no I'm with you they, but they do com- comment and say you know can you say this tonight can you say this tonight? sure sure you know and we try to get those as much as we can. Uh, get hit with the birthday announcements, you know. Oh, you, yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. My phone you going know. nonstop during a during a Friday night. Can I, you mention this? Yeah. Mention that? Mention this? I think the funnest part we had uh, a couple years ago when somebody celebrated their birthday at this, and it was a little like a little oh, girl, yeah. and she celebrated her birthday at the racetrack. And so I found who it was. We walked up to her, and not very far from the booth. Yep. And I sat there and I said, John, we got to sing happy birthday to her. Well, John got out of the booth, walked, came right over to her, and she was all red faced, you know. 
and we sang happy birthday to her and then we gave her a shirt and it's just those so, are the best though those, the, the yeah. memories we can make for people is what why we do it yep you know we do it for fun yeah we have a great time doing it and we get paid for do what we do yeah uh, but I tell we're you not what, getting rich no, doing what we do. Absolutely not. But spend, we also love doing it. I spend more right, there than getting, I do making. Yeah, you, know, so, you guys are getting underpaid. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a good night, I break even. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Now I'm playing this damn thing in my hand. But uh, no, I'm with you on that. What, what's your thoughts on that? See, and I think beginning of the night, we do kind of get a script. It's, you know, welcoming in, mm-hmm. talking right. about the night. I mean, that first little bit, yeah, you got a script. Under a red flag, you don't have a script. I yep. mean, it's, okay, that, you know, you mute the mic. Okay, that one was really bad. You know, you're just kind of sitting there in your own thoughts, mm-hmm. knowing, just waiting for that call from you saying, hey, everything's okay or whatever. Right. And Devil's Lake, we don't got that. We're relying on someone to throw a thumbs up yep. over the bank. Sure. Well, yeah, and you don't you don't have another guy to fill in air for you either. Yep. That's another big fill. I, I, I only know because I was in your shoes. Uh, it only helped me right, you know, when Brent, when Brandon Beater was over there, I'd give him oh, a microphone. Yeah. Yep. Like, dude, here we're gonna have to fill some air. Yeah, and he has no problem getting no, on a no, microphone. No, he's, he's good for that. He's good. He's he, very I mean, good. He's very supportive of the whole of racing in general. That guy travels a lot, but oh yeah, totally get what you're saying. Uh, red flags are tough. Yeah, red. I hate them. They are. You know, that's <laughs> what, what song do you play? Like, uh, I don't. Yeah. So Parker, Parker wrecked last or yeah, last year on the backstretch in the non-wing. Yep. And it was pretty nasty one. We didn't see how he landed or anything. Mm-hmm. I just left the music off. I shut my mic off. The crowd went silent. And then I turned the mic back on. I said, we'll let you guys know an update here. Just a minute. Just sit tight, folks. Yeah. You know, and I have his grandma sitting right in front of me. So it's like, I'm looking at Heather. She's like, I'm not getting an update yet. I'm not getting an update. All of a sudden, we see the four-wheeler go by and Parker's on the back of it. And yeah. I'm like, all right, guys, yeah. he's okay. Yeah. He's out the of the car. He's really yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But it was... 10, 15 minutes. And yeah. it's like, okay, what's going long, on? That's too much of a long, awkward pause. Yes, too, way yeah. too much. And it really gets your stomach churning, gets yeah. everything going. That's why um, I like what we've, we've changed here. Um, you know, when John and I, we, we have the live down below. Like, John does a great job up front. And I, I try to, my biggest thing is trying to fill space for him so he can take a break, get a drink. Because yep. if you go have a long feature race and you know how it is up there being that guy, he's talking and he's got cotton mouth and he needs something to, you know, mm-hmm. wet the whistle. So yeah. if, if something like that happens, I try to take as much time as I can. And that I think I think the fans appreciate that, too, is when you have yes. those live caution reports and stuff like that. So, it, oh, absolutely. It, it's a nice break. Yeah. Um, do, do, do you get a sore throat? Can you feel? Oh, yeah. Can you I, feel the, the the tension and the abuse on your I, vocal cords? I either have a beer or a yeah. water sitting on the. Yeah, on has the Heather table. ever brought you a drink yet? I've had a couple hotty toddies in the booth. No, I've never got the Heather. Come on, I always Wait, have to go get my own beer. If, if you, you show what up, what you got to do is just say, "Heather, I don't feel good. I got my, kind of yeah. a sore throat." Oh, okay. I, I've learned that and I've done it twice now. Wow, oh, she's watching now. You're, you're giving your head. I, I don't care. And, and you know, she's done to me too. I mean, I'm going to be honest here. A lot of people say, "Oh, John Roberts, you see him; he's always got a beer in his hand." Um, I do a lot, but when I get to the track, I bring one up yep. for the first half. During intermission, I grab another one. But this is the fun one. Not so bad at Devil's Lake. We've all been there. Yeah, you really got to pee, and you don't have time. I've told Heather we've got to run, oh. even during intermissions. I, that's a long ass run from from up in the booth at River well, City Speedway to get down knee. and then find a line of fifty guys waiting to go to the bathroom. And your I got knees are two minutes. You. So what I started doing is 
you know, that music in, in between, intermission, chicken dance, Macarena, yeah. yep. stuff like that, because then I can play it. It, gives, it kills me about 10 minutes. I can go to the bathroom, grab a hot dog. Sure. Well, I've told I Heather several to. times I'm about to drill a hole back here. Yeah, I, I, I told that to Bill at the racetrack. Get a funnel and a big piece of PVC and run down a pipe. That's what them windows are for in the side of the booth. They just drain just, down. Just hang it out. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like River City Speedway announcer John Roberts arrested for urinating in public. <laughs> Layton would have a blast. And now that. coming out of corner number two, down the back straight. Oh, jeez. Oh, wait a minute. What? Uh, I dribbled. See, uh, but to go off your... <laughs> Off your rhythm thing, everything we do in a night. Yeah, I get there. Yeah. Set up. Same as you guys. You got a routine. Yeah. Yep. What time do you be at the track? What time do you I like getting there early. Say if the race I, starts at 7, what time are you there? I'm there at 3.30. Okay. You? For, Devil, right. for Devil's Lake. We don't really leave the house till about 2 o'clock for my night. So we get there before 5 o'clock. Right. Whatever. I know I'm not like the main guy. So I don't have to worry about getting everything set up. Right. All that. I can walk through the pits, do some talking, shooting the crap with some people, stuff like that. But I'll set up. What I'll do for Devil's Lake is I'll show up. I go to the bar right away. Yeah. Um, Get some food, a drink, lose about 20 bucks on the machines, mm-hmm. and then go set my stuff up, then go to the pits, and then back. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of the same routine you guys got. It. Definitely sucks being the only one at Devil's Lake, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's nice mm-hmm. because sure. you don't have to rely on someone else yep. to make sure you know everything's yep. where you need it. Right? Yeah, and see, like at River Cities, we do stuff during intermission, and that's where you come in handy. Yeah. You can run the show there for a while, candy toss and, and whatever interviews are going on, and I can run to the bathroom. Usually, but, I get um, the thumbs up from John coming down. He'll do this to me yep. and do this. I'm like, got it. I know where you're going. Okay, I'll kill the time. Works out good. Yeah. That's we, why they call us the Bullring Boys. That's right. So, by the way, uh, first prototype shirt. Remember it's this? out. Yeah. The first one. Mine doesn't fit me no more. Oh, really? Yeah. Too, it's too big for you? Yeah. I, um, so thank you I for a, that. I got a question for you guys, because you yeah. guys have been doing this a while. Yeah. Who's probably one of the coolest people you guys have got to meet? Oh, gosh. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I thought Kenny Schrader was pretty cool. Uh, Rico was cool. Kyle Larson. Uh, Kyle Larson was awesome. Um, Casey Kane was an awesome guy. Uh, Rusty Wallace. He was fun. Thought he I was met pretty him. cool. Yep. Um, it, it's funny because some of the coolest people I've met aren't the big names. Yep. Uh, these lightning sprint guys yeah. come from the West Coast, the Sextons. Uh, those, that group that was in here, I thought those were awesome guys. You want to Tony Stewart's dad. Really? Okay. I met his dad. Yeah. And that was probably the coolest guy. He he was driving um, at the Inex Legends. They did tours up in Minot and stuff. Yep. Uh, his dad was there, and that was so cool. Just as we sat and talked, and just a normal level level headed guy. Like you don't you don't really understand where Tony got his attitude from because his dad is just the yep. level headed person. Yeah, but that's not saying who. What's his dad like? Younger generation. Oh, right, right. Now that, so. now that Tony's older, Tony's kind of yeah, he's, well, he's out. a lot different. Okay, yeah. coolest guy I ever met, Nick Bockwinkle. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Having a beer with him in the Rusty Nail at the River saying, dude, you don't look a day over 55. Yeah. <laughs> See, John's got it up on us because you got to, he's got to interview rock bands and country artists, and he's got to do this job pretty good. But, yeah, it's cool for me, for my son, to be like, I met that guy. Yep. Yeah. Like he's watching Kyle Larson race. Like I've talked to him. Yep. So that's pretty cool. How about you? 
Rico. We had him on the Rico, podcast. Rico, good guy. Really? We had him on our podcast, and so how that came about is I actually... He's trying like, to one-up us, you know? I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to text him on Facebook, whatever. What do I got to lose? Worst mm-hmm. is he going to do tell me no or right. block me. Yep. So shot him that message. I'm in the middle of a NASCAR race on iRace, and my phone goes off. I'm leading the race with two to go at Daytona. It's a pretty good race. It was for 500 bucks. Right. I just quit right away. And I looked at my phone. He goes, yeah, when do you want me on? And I go, no way. You're joking. Literally texted him that. <laughs> yeah. He goes, no, I'm serious, dude. Shoot me a call. Sent me his number, everything. Got it all set up. I'm not kidding you, dude. I was almost crying on the phone. Oh, I bet. Oh, you had to have been. You know, yeah. we, we were a month into having a podcast. And cool. Now we got Rico yeah. on. Tucker Hibbert, yeah. hopefully you're watching. Maybe you should listen and, and do this because I reach out to him, trying to get him on a snurdy Thursday. He doesn't even reply. Um, <laughs> uh, Heather, yes, you have brought me beer before. Thank you, Heather McDonald. Someone uh, go over to the second chance store and see if they have a handicapped potty chair. <laughs> uh, that would be perfect. <laughs> That would be she perfect. She totally would do that, yeah, too. You'd have to sit down. That way, maybe you could drink Bud Light, the too. Th- the thing um, is, she don't care. I she's know. She's like, you go do it. Whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah she's fine. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, funny. Travis Strandell, a good announcer, really makes the race great for the fans. Appreciate what all three of you guys do for racing. Thank you, buddy. Travis Strandell. Thanks, Travis. With, you know, that's just hearing that. And, and, and one of my it, – it's so fun when you show up because, hey – if you got it, say during intermission, I'm going to run down to the bathroom and back, yeah. go to the beer garden and back. You, it's never a quick trip because no. there's a hundred people that want to say hi. They want to talk to you. Yep. I think that is one of the, the funnest things about going to the track. I, I'm so bad with names. Again, the 80s was hard on me, but I never forget a face. They all know our names. Yep. I can't remember yours, but... You know them. Yeah, and we, you know, and we appreciate so good all to talk that. to them. I mean, we appreciate all that and stuff. We... Trust me, we hear the the good words, uh, and you guys are awesome to us. And everybody says it, you know. When you Brandon Beater says a lot about you, which is huge. That you know, and you're really good at what you do right now. So keep like keep that up. I'm, um, ca- I'm calling a lie on that one. Brandon talked. Not- no, I'm just kidding. Brandon, yeah, Brandon, you know he's a true shooter. But have we ever had that one race fan that talked crap to you at the racetrack? I last the- year we did. Yeah, dude, what was that about again? Told me to shut up. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked too much. Amanda Joe had our back. Amanda Joe is freaking phenomenal. Yeah, we I love talk her to too death. Much. Um, and they're like, "Well, they talk too much." Well, that's our job, dumbass. Yeah, we're announcers. Yeah, like, um, if you don't like it, sorry. Yeah, you're gonna and, hear it. And, and another thing too, uh, I'm glad you brought this up. Maybe you saw a social media post from me. Uh, I was watching the uh, Formula One race on Sunday. Oh yeah, uh, you, from put, Miami. you texted <laughs> and, and you watch it. Okay, who's who was the um, the guy announcing? Cool or MM Cool J or somebody. He even wore his stocking hat during the national anthem. You looked at the crowd. How many guys were wearing their stocking or their their baseball hats or their toques or whatever um, during the national anthem? You know what happens if that happens at River City Speedway? We call them out. I do call them mm-hmm. out, and you will not take a knee. But I might get in trouble for this. See, but um, it, that stuff kind of bothers me and that's how i have got into it with yeah. people before because it's like come on dude you know you not only are you pissing me off but you know how many veterans are in this crowd right oh, now they love going to those things and, and you know how many of these people that fought for your freedom are offended by you wearing a hat you're pretty much just shitting on them bothers right now. you're yep. absolutely right it bothers the so, hell so out it's of me kind of, it's funny you say that though because when i play the national anthem that is what i look for yeah. Oh, because I will stop it right dead smack in the middle, walk over and take their hat so, off of them. When you when you play the national anthem, I do. 
I get really nervous. Like when I play the national anthem, that's when my emotions hit me, and I'm just walking. I'm just sway back and forth. I have my head down, and I'm just listening. And I'm like, holy, it's almost go time, Chad. When I first started announcing, I was I talked more really too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and Larry always tried to calm me down, and it that's like, okay, Chad, you got to talk slow. You got to do this. You got to do this. So. And See, Dookie Alger's watching. Yeah, I think d- that goes for the track, though. Yeah. On the talk. Oh, sure. You know, you can talk slow. It might not get away with it because I don't know how you and Larry did it, but now we do. Okay, you take this lap. I'll take the next time. That's how we did it. Yep. Yep. Devil's Lake, you kind of got to talk fast. River City, mm-hmm. you kind of got to. It's a shorter yeah. track. And if you are the only one in the booth. You got to get that play by play if there's action going on. I mean, yeah, and you also right. have to remember at River City Speedway when they're coming down the front straightaway and everybody's underneath that grandstand, they they're can't not hear, hear a damn anything. thing you're saying anyway. Yep. So you're trying to cram in all this play by play in half a lap, right? You know, unless and we tell people right. get the radio headphones. You can tune it in to eighty nine point nine on the FM dial. You can listen to everything. Everything you, you don't. You don't have to say, "Well, I can't hear you" when they're coming down the front straightaway. Uh, you said Doogie was watching. Uh, you get to announce and talk to racers. Plus, Chad gets to hang out with me. That is cool. Uh, Honestly, Casey, I, I get that guy to hug me now. Doog's a great guy. I love that. He's man. a great guy. Yep. And then this kid they have, uh, K Dog. He's like a man now. I yeah. mean, have you heard him? He dogs like this now. He's yeah. just like, geez, oh, and his wow. hair is way long. And he's got, yeah, he's got the long he's hair. Got hair. Uh, Casey, the coolest people I have the pr- the pressure on meeting. I'm sure pleasure of meeting at the announcers at Devil's Lake the last few years. It, it's always street fun. stock guys. I'll tell yeah. you what, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's, it, it, we always say it a lot is that we ex- we uh, get to expand our family by our racing family. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and a lot of these guys we meet now are are part of that and. Every time you meet somebody new, my Facebook group grows sure, <laughs> grows bigger sure. because you get to see all these people and to follow them and their journey is pretty cool. Casey Usadis is one of those guys, yep, for sure. Uh, Casey also says when the national anthem starts is also when I first get the nervous and excited feeling as a driver. Absolutely, uh, I remember back in the day when all the drivers used to go up and stand around the racetrack on the back stretch. Yeah. Uh, during the national anthem, I, I kind of wish. I mean, that's old school. You talk about white pants and all that stuff. I kind of wish they would do that again. Right. Uh, one thing I do want to mention and bring up because uh, this was a huge thing last year, uh, especially at River City Speedway. If you go back to the last night of the year, uh, going down to the track championship and the Buffalo Blazing uh, Wings Challenge uh, be- between uh, Mark Dobmeyer and. Um, 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 uh, Jane Hastings. Jane Hastings. Jane Hastings, thank you very much. He's already again. getting old. 80s. Uh, 80s. Um, <laughs> technical difficulties, computers breaking down, yeah. uh, transponders breaking down, things. I tell you what, uh, compared to when I first started, Devil's Lake, uh, when I first started, uh, you know, going back to like uh, Halloc and, and Warren and things. We didn't have the computers. We didn't have the scoring. It was old school. You yep. just had to remember, and you had to look, and hopefully Notebooks. you could see their numbers. Yep. Um, but now we rely on it, <laughs> and, and it's made the game so much better because I can tell you within a thousandth of a second who's doing what and what and yep. their lap times and all this stuff. But all of a sudden, if that computer crashes on you, it's like you're lost. Yeah. Uh, at least me. Uh, yep. What do you do in those situations? Honestly, I'm not even in the booth half the time. I never I'm, was either. I'm got the mic in hand. I'm out on the walkway, walking back and forth. Oh, okay. I'm joking with people as I'm announcing. You know, we're I'm getting into it. Mm-hmm. And going back, you say the national anthem makes you nervous. That's my time to find the rowdy section because as soon as it's over, 
I'm like Bruce Buffer, you know, getting people ready to go for the main event before we're not even in heat races yet. Right. He it, said Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. <laughs> you know who he is. Uh, MMA announcer. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you ever yeah. heard of his brother? Yeah, did Michael Buffer is the one that started. Yeah. Let's get ready to rumble. Nice. And but, Bruce is the kind of fighting out of yeah, this corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 80s <laughs> but no it's uh i don't know i'm rarely in the booth yeah can you officially say you're hooked oh dude i was hooked night one yeah i was hooked night one it's like yeah. a drug isn't it it's i don't know yeah. it's you're look you're yeah you're looking at the back of everybody's heads which is super easy to talk mm-hmm. to yeah. i mean heather nolan had me do the mc at the thing and i asked everybody to turn around while i was Announcing awards because I wasn't used to looking at everybody's faces, and uh, but at the same time, it's it's relieving at the end of the night knowing this really can't go on. I mean, it can obviously right. the race can go on without it, but you know, going back to Travis's thing, you learn a lot. Look at the trophy dash and doubles. Like yeah. if you got two cars, you got to make it interesting. You got to well, learn sure to oh, make gosh, it yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, it, that's your job. Yep. You know, we get to the point to where it, whether people like it or not, we run a circus too. Yep. And, and we, it is. And yeah. we, we got to be that that clown. We got to be that guy to tell a joke. Mm-hmm. Keep light, it lighten the mood. We yeah. got We have to do that. Yeah. And, and Brad Sang is the one that put it to me that way a few years ago. It's a circus atmosphere. You keep the show rolling as yep. fast and as as steady as you can, and you bring the people all the entertainment that yeah. they paid for. And you try to get out of there in a timely fashion. Even but through that rain is delays. what it's like, yeah. yeah. And, and, oh boy. Even, you and I have been through some Johnson's Memorial rain, uh, rain delays. Oh, yeah, we and have. we've done Macarena's down. We've, the, we've we, danced. We've napped. We've went and got um, caricatures drawn of us during yeah, rain delays. During rain delays, we, we've, uh, <laughs> I've took the microphone down to the concession stand and talked to people as they're getting their food. Yep. I mean, we just got to fill that space. So, actually, to fill that space, I told Nolan and Heather if it uh, – we for some reason have a puddle in the middle of devil's lake and you know how it gets if there is a puddle down yeah. there. during intermission i'm gonna go grab a floaty and i'm gonna go sit out there <laughs> in a floaty during intermission that'd be kind of that fun. can happen amanda joe's laying in a freaking hammock right now that was last night i think oh okay i just got it well amanda right. joe's lovely yeah um but no to answer your question i rarely look at the live timing yeah i'm out pacing around looking around in Minot, I do, right? Just because I have it there in Minot's facilities. So I'm not going to say it's better than Devil's Lakes because you got to see what you're working with at each place. Mm-hmm. Devil's Lakes privately owned. Oh, they're all completely different. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, but it's right there. I'm in that booth. You, there is really no going out and walking around in Minot. Right. No, so. absolutely not. No, you have a, a 110 stairs to the bottom. Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, I'm fat. Yeah, and I've been there. Yeah, I remember that. Well, that's another thing about radio or about yeah. uh, racetrack announcers. Well, let's throw out Johnny Gibson. Uh, most of us are well fed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Is that a good way of putting it? Yeah. Most oh, of yeah. us are well oh, yeah. fed. No, it is, and and he's right. It's it's all about the track you go to and and what the facility is that you can judge it, and then. You know, when you go to Devil's Lake, you can have a lot more fun than other places. Oh, yeah. Because Noel and Heather do awesome things where they give you the freedom to do pretty much anything. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? You could pretty much do anything you want, have fun with everything. 
And there's no real guidelines. Just make sure we announce the sponsors. That's the big thing. So yep. just after that, then have some fun with it. So I'm, I was pretty cool about that. Well, the mm. fun part about Devil's Lake is when you're done, you go over to the bar, hang out, get food, whatever. No, yep. yeah. All the drivers know who you are, even if you don't know the driver's face. Yeah, everybody does. No. It's like... You always get to say, hey, yeah, what card do you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, now nah, I got well, you. it was funny. Yeah. We were doing awards, yeah. and I had no clue what oh, Jason yeah. Shue looks like. Sure. I had no clue what another person, Chris yeah. Kruk, looked like. And I'm like, yeah, Chris Kruk, is he even here? And he stands up, and I go, yep, he's, he's here. Can you guys just, like, bring your cars in? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know any of you guys by you know, faces. That's, right? And I've said this many times. That's one thing I like about Dirty Thursday is I actually get to see somebody without a helmet on Agreed. Uh, in a race suit, and I actually get to see what they look like, and I get to meet them instead of just screaming their name. But um, <laughs> yeah. that, And it, it's brought us many more friends. It has brought me many, many 100%. more friends. You got um, something to add or what? No, you he's just waiting look, for us. Look, did you have a hat on? Did you have a hat on the whole time? Oh, see how he observant. was actually bringing it to you. Nineties for you. To Do you see how observant I am. Nineties for you. Eighties yeah. for me. <laughs> hey, Tori Martin's oh, watching from down in Florida. We miss you, kid. <laughs> I miss you, Tori. Thanks, buddy, for chiming in. So, what we miss? Did we forget anything? Did we miss anything? Oh, I could add something. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Um, so we'll have more details for this later. But um, so if you watch, uh, we'll say. Um, our next week's big screens and TV streams show. Uh, we got two tickets to the Midsummer Fest Gone Country Tour, uh, $300 value. Wow. So, so two, t- two passes for that. But you got to watch big screens and TV streams to find out how to win those. And that is where, again? That's, that's Wednesdays at 1. Yeah. I'm going to be now. Where's the concert? Oh, uh, Mina- Min- Minagan? Monaga. Monaga. Monaga, Minnesota, I think. Or is it Monaga, North Dakota? I don't know. No, Monaga. Have you ever heard of Monaga? No. It's Minnesota. Yeah, Monaga. Saskatoon! All right. Okay. All right. Showed my bad. I wonder what Tori meant there. Um, Aren't you glad you came in today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going over to Rumors to get mac and cheese, though, before I leave. I was telling him about the artery-hardening mac and cheese. It's good. You'll be hearing your arteries crackle and pop as you're on your way home today. It's that good. I love their mac and cheese. It's good. Good. No, I, I like their beer towers too, but I didn't bring a DD. So yeah, yeah, you gotta be careful on that. Yeah. No, I think this show was honestly John as well needed. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is something people got to hear some more stuff about what we do. When you know, we we've, we've hit everybody. We hit pit guys. We've hit fire and rescue yeah. crew. We've hit their wives, their yeah. girlfriends, um, mechanics, track promoters, track prep, track prep guys. It's about time. Firefighters. That, uh, and, and I'm gonna blame it on him. Uh, oh. He's one that you actually messaged me or texted me saying, "Hey, how about uh, you get put, me on the show?" And I'm yeah. going, "You know what? Let's just do a track announcer show." Yeah, I think well, it's, a, it's yeah, an awesome. I thing. commented last week. I said we should do a Devils Lake three. You know, the three mm-hmm. guys that have announced Devils Lake, whatever. Yeah. I texted Heather, and she goes, "Just call him." Yeah, and I said, "Okay." So I called him. He goes, "Yeah, let's do it." Mm-hmm. He goes, That's "It'd be cool. perfect." I said, "But the only way I'm coming on is if Chad Hoff is there." <laughs> I, I did say that. And, and you know, that's all you never know because he does get swamped sometimes. Yep. And there's uh, times it's two minutes before showtime and I find out he can't make it. Uh, Ashton says, great show, guys. Thanks yeah. for having Grover on. Me and his mother are so proud of oh him. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. We've had record drivers and crew on too, Nick. Yeah. So. No, I, I think this is, like I said, is well needed. And, you know, props to you, man, for doing what you're doing because I think it's great. Uh, even though people are giving him crap mm. on the thing, because oh. I think he's pretty it's part sure, of the deal. Yeah, he's welcome. part of the game. He's actually going to be the best man of my wedding. There you go. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah. yeah, cool. Me and your mom—that's hilarious. Um, no, so keep doing what you're doing, dude. Have fun this summer. Looks like you have a busy ass schedule, so have fun. Forty with that. races yeah. and 
proud to announce. Thank you, Marcus Tomlinson, if you're still listening for reaching out. I am actually super happy to be announcing Underwood this year. Nice, good. So good. And uh, our Easy. last comment before we sign off, Kevin yes. Pappenfuss, great show. Thanks, hey, you buddy. Thanks, thank John. You Appreciate it, guys. Uh, you guys are what make this show so good. Thank you very much. Uh, Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. There you go. We're going to call it a dirt track racing announcing day on uh, the Dirty Thursday today. Thank you very much again for the other half of the Boring Boys. Chad Hopper coming in and Brendan Grover. Catch him at a track near you. Uh, you're going to be seeing him more and more all the time. And a big shout out to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. Uh, you know, they've got that big uh, sports card memorabilia show going on this Saturday from 10 to 4, May 13th. You want to find out more, call 701-740-5278. Now, we heard Brendan mention uh, that he's heading over to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino because he wants some of their mac and cheese. They have got incredibly good food over there, whether it's lunch or supper or whatever. In fact, their uh, supper special tonight from 5 to 11, sandwich and a side for just 7 bucks. Do that. Watch the NHL playoffs or the NBA playoffs. Uh, get yourself a world-famous beer tower and enjoy at Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. Hey, make sure to catch Bill and Monty and the rest of the crew at 6.30 tonight for Fork Sports Highway. Probably the best, not probably, it is the best local sports show, hands down. I will see you tomorrow morning. Have yourself a great day. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell. You'll never miss a Dirty Thursday again. You know, the Grand Cities are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.